I'm Tanya J. Powers for Fox News Radio. Today I'm spending a few moments with Miss Universe. Yay. Miss, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I have more than one pageant winner in my in the studio at the same time. We got Miss Universe. We got the reigning Miss USA. Miss Universe, Iris Mitten. Mm-hmm. Mit- Spell, do it again for me. Mitternach. Mitternach. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, that's really good. I'm really trying. Yeah, I'm no, it was really right. good. People just call you Miss Universe, so they yeah. won't get your last name wrong, right? No, can, they can, you can tell them. You can just like, call you Iris? Iris, okay, yes. Like, Iris we're all on a first good. name basis now. Okay, and Kyra McCullough, who is the reigning Miss USA. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you all in here now. let's First of all, let's kind of talk about the pageant, which is coming out, the Miss Universe pageant. You have to hand off the crown. Yes, I have. Yes, yes, no. I'm, I'm okay. I'm really exciting to to see all of the girls to to see everything so i'm excited i'm excited it's a new life but yes it's going to be november 26 and i'm going to give back my crown the crown is beautiful by the way yes yes that's why i don't want to give <laughs> it back <laughs> you don't get like a little replica to keep it home and go no. hey I was the, oh, that's kind but of sad. pictures <laughs> lots, lots of pictures yes i'm sure kyra you are the reigning miss usa you will be one of the people vying for that crown absolutely this has got to be pretty exciting. It is. It's an opportunity to like um, showcase myself once more, you know. So when we're going on this stage, it's not easy. And to know that so many women from over like 100 com- um, countries are competing for this title, it just proves that it's an amazing organization that supports women and supports our life endeavors. So I'm looking forward to actually competing with meeting new friends as well. Iris, we were talking a little bit about giving the crown back. You've had a whole year with it. Yes. I can only imagine all of the places you been as Miss Universe and the people yeah. you've met? Yeah, I've been to like 13 different countries and I don't know how many people I met, but <laughs> a lot, a lot. It was it was an amazing year, really. Um, I feel like more, um, I feel like I grew up a lot and it was an amazing experience for me. I really feel myself now. I feel more like a woman than I I was before. So yeah, it was amazing. I'm a little bit sad to go back because I'm going to miss all the people I worked with, but I'm also really excited because it's going to be a new life, uh, a new projects for me in France. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. What is the the most common question you get asked as Miss Universe? Uh, what does it feel to be Miss Universe? <laughs> How does it feel to be Miss Universe? <laughs> that's gotta be that's that's a pretty broad question. Yeah, but it's it's really hard because it's it's the same like oh how does it feel to be like a blonde girl or a brown girl? It's like oh I don't know I don't know it's just you just put a crown on me and yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still the same. It's it's really hard, but everybody wants to know and yeah it's really hard to to explain, but it's it's just like just like an amazing feeling it's just like when everybody say thank you to you and your country and everything when you're miss universe you, you can't describe it you have to you have to miss universe to understand what i would i can imagine you've met so many people and gotten to do so many cool things uh, what is if if you can name one favorite thing that you've gotten the opportunity to do because you were miss universe what would it be yeah i think it, it will be my walk with smile train during my year uh, because i'm studying dentistry and smile train they are doing a free um, surgery for children who have cleft the palate and lips so it was a really 
important part of my year as Miss Universe and my trip to Haiti was just amazing for me because I I assist uh, surgery uh, for the first time a uh, repair cleft palate surgery so oh. yeah it was I think walking with my train was the most amazing thing of my year um, and you're after you finish your reign as Miss Universe, you're going to go back and, and you're going to be an oral surgeon. Yeah, I'm going back to my study in September next year. Wow. And I'm going to continue working with my train. So, yeah, it's I stay I stay in the dentist universe. <laughs> you're going to be pretty busy. Kyra, let me let me talk to you for just a minute. Uh, I know that you've got to be pretty excited about getting ready for the, the pageant and everything um, as Miss USA. What kind of things have you already been? able to do that have really stood out? Um, so I actually have a uh, science program that I started in college called Science Exploration for Kids. And we just introduce like hands-on science uh, projects to students like in an after-school format. And it's just really to kind of like invest in children's education and also introduce the the, the world of science and the creativity and how science is everywhere. So I've been going to schools. I just actually completed my school tour with the Department of Education in New York. Um, I'm connecting with a lot of people. I'm really looking forward to having it like in D.C. as well, even after Miss Universe. Or, so that's like something that's really stood out the most because it's been dear to my heart because I actually struggle with math as an adolescent. And I understand um, what it's like to be in a classroom where you believe that um, you're, you're not able to comprehend anything. So I teach children everywhere that I go that your brain is a muscle and, um, you know, persistence is always going to outweigh talent. So continue to work hard and really push yourself to find your passions in life. And that's what I'm doing now using my program to just reach out to so many children and students and also um, just use the platform of Miss Universe and the Miss USA uh, title to really just have that opportunity to connect with so many children and students. I want to ask you a little bit more about that because you, uh, people look at Miss Universe and Miss USA and, 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 and these pageant title holders as, wow, they have got it all going on. It's, you know, everything must be perfect in their world. It, it's, it's refreshing to hear you, you as a nuclear scientist of all people, say that you actually struggled with math. I'm sure there's a lot of, of kids who are students now, especially girls in middle school and high school, who are interested in science and think, wow, them, I have trouble with math. This is going to knock me out of that. Not necessarily. No, not at all. And actually, like everywhere I go, typically like the middle school kids are like, you know, the tough ones. They don't really want to talk to you when you're in there, like during the speeches. But once I introduce the fact that I struggle with something, then I promise you it's like this whole door opens up. And then now they're like listening intently because I'm able to relate to them. Like, I mean, I'm not perfect by any means. You know, there was a lot of things that I struggled with as a child, but I knew that I wanted to be successful. I knew what I wanted. So I worked hard at it. And even everywhere I go, I typically always get that question from a young lady like, well, what if you want to be an engineer and, you know, you're not good at math? And I, and I tell them my story and I give them that quote all the time. I'm like, nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. And I preach that everywhere I go, because if I allowed myself to still be someone who thought she was inadequate in the classroom or afraid to just get up in the lunchroom because she, like, everyone was staring at her, I would have never been able to sit here and, you know, have you interview me and say that I miss USA and I'm sitting here next to the coolest girl on earth, Miss Universe. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
This is pretty amazing. Let me ask you also. Now, recently um, in in Peru, I was watching the the pageant in the last couple of weeks where they got up, and I didn't realize they still had to give their measurements as part of their pageant. But instead of that, started talking about gender violence in their country, and and I was amazed and delighted to see that i realize as as pageant contestants and as as crown holders yourselves you may not be able to get real political but what did you think about that seeing their pageant and the way they were drawing attention to that uh yeah i was really impressed and i think it it was amazing to see that it's not just about beauty it's about brains it's about having a platform and yeah i think it's a really big issue in their country and the fact that they are speaking about it they are like supporting each other it was was amazing for me and i'm really proud to see this kind of of thing like to see that pageant it's not just about beauty i'm really proud to say that and you know, and just to, um, I concur with everything she says, and just to kind of like you know add on to that too, like the paradigm shift is happening. Like she said, it's not all about our aesthetics now. It's like what substance do you have to back that up? And additionally, like these young women are on stage um, expressing something that's dear to them in their country, and it's also opening up more conversation and pathways for even men to understand what's going on, so that they can also support the same situation and cause. Uh, we are seeing that uh, more and more women are. Speaking up uh, with the, the Me Too hashtag movement, uh, a lot of a lot of that's going on in the, in the U.S. especially. But I think it's I mean it's not just here as we mentioned. It's in Peru and it's in other countries as well. That's going to be a big issue going forward. I think more and more women are probably going to speak up about that. If you are Miss Universe, Kyra, you're going to be asked about this a lot. Uh, is that something that you know that you're ready to speak on? I think you know that's like a conversation to actually be had with like the Miss Universe organization in general because it is a platform that is focused on just empowering women and children around the world so I think you know moving forward there could be a possibility an opportunity to partner with an organization that heavily focus on these type of domestic violence situations because um, I didn't even know about a few in DC that, that do this type of work it's called Becky's Fund mm-hmm. so like you know seeing that and like having the title as Miss Universal whoever has a title I hope that um, there could be an opportunity for that moving forward when, I have to know when did you when did you know you wanted to be a scientist? So I actually found a science kit in the trash room when I was younger. <laughs> but you know, it's like unknowingly, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Brought it home, my mom made me throw it away, and then she got me a bouncy ball kit and a geode kit. So I think that was like the manifestation of like science in my life. Then sixth grade came, and then I'm like, whoa this stuff makes no sense, you know? So, but uh, then chemistry happened. I had an amazing teacher and uh, my eighth grade math teacher. They just like really turned my life around. And I learned that science is everywhere. It helps you think critically. I mean, I'm sitting next to like a future dental surgeon. So you have to know your periodic table. You have to know your measurements and, and knowing the basic fundamentals of life will set you, you know, far, will really set you up for the future. Iris, let me ask you, when did you know that the dentistry and oral surgery and, and, and medicine was something that interested yeah. you to that extent? Uh, I was six years old. Uh, I had an issue with one tooth. And uh, yeah, like, um, I know it, it could be a bad moment for me because 
like a lot of child doesn't want to go to the dentist but instead, a lot of adults too yes <laughs> but instead I was just like fascinated I wanted to know more it was explaining me everything drawing and yeah I was like okay I want to do that I want to do the same I want to fix teeth <laughs> I want to do I want to do this to children especially so yeah I knew at six years old that's pretty amazing. What else do you got? I mean, like you have lots of free time, either one of you, but what do you do kind of in your downtime that you just sort of like, okay, I just need to veg out for a minute and, and sort of get away from everything. What's your what's your go-to? Oh, I like I like watching series and just like doing nothing on my bed when I have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned to start doing that. I used to be someone who goes all the time, but um, to really like center your energy and stay sane, you have to take that personal time. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I like I like to eat well. I grew up in a very southern home. I like to cook. So she and I actually are like the perfect affinity right here <laughs> because if I didn't eat one night, I knew there's chicken on the, stay, on the stove, maybe with some like couscous or something <laughs> like that and olives. So I think for both of us, I'm pretty sure like cooking is also like an yes. amazing pastime to calm down favorite comfort food since you mentioned southern food i'm from the south i know what mine would be what's yours Ooh, oh so i have a strange obsession with going to bodegas and getting chopped cheeses but i can't eat those right now so <laughs> that's like one of my favorite comfort foods when i can't eat it that sounds amazing all right can somebody go get us a- <laughs> this would be awesome what about you what's your go-to comfort food iris because um, you're from france i I'm mean you all have france. like all the best pastries yes we have all the best thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> I'm really I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, uh, what I I love, I love, yeah, I love éclair au chocolat, like chocolate éclair. Oh. It's like really, really good. That's the best thing in the it world. It just sounds even better when you say it. <laughs> right. I thought it was cheeseburgers. Yeah, I, re- I really <laughs> like okay, cheeseburgers just too. Out <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer French. Yeah. But she has I'm in New York. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'm in New, New York. York. I have to eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> that's not me. They ask me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a job that somebody has to do it. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand. Um, uh, what's the biggest misconception people have about pageant winners? I think it's every time the same thing they don't sometimes they they didn't watch beauty pageant so they don't know about beauty pageant and they have this old idea that it's just about beauty and when we start saying like hey I'm studying dentistry oh yes I work with this organization they're like oh my god really and I'm like why are you surprised I wish one day when I say to people I'm studying dentistry I'm gonna be a neurosurgeon people they're gonna just answer like oh okay that's nice not being so shocked and surprised that I'm not just a beauty queen I'm I'm a smart girl I'm a normal girl I'm a real girl I love eating I love (laughs) laughing I'm a real girl I'm not just a face on on a paper right Kara yeah I know she's um, totally spot on so um, like you said, like the biggest misconception is that we don't have substance at all and um, I will even say for me as well, it's the same thing like being a scientist at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission and they question, well, why do you want to do this? I'm like, well, you know, through pageantry, like she said, she became a woman. She grew up. I've discovered that I actually like doing my makeup now, you know, so it's now like 
Um, even when I go into these schools, I teach these young women that you can have like the beauty and the brains. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. So if you love science, we can talk about makeup and how the science behind that works. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it, it's like I said, it's now showing that like, you know, formerly it was focused on beauty, but now we're showing and showcasing the fact that we have the brains to back it up and the substance. Am I the only one obsessed with those lipstick videos online of how they actually make that stuff with the chemistry and the... I could watch the... You see, have you cool, seen those, right? right? Yeah, it's like they yes. just pour it in vials they, they, and they, stuff. It's like they can mix them up uh-huh. in these little beakers and they have... And it's thinking, like therapeutic oh. to watch, too, isn't it? Really it really is. You're like, you see these colors like swirling mm-hmm. together. You're like, that looks thought pretty. I was the only one. I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> actually have something in common with Miss USA that's pretty amazing. Miss Universe, Kyra, uh, Miss USA, thank you so much for being thank with us you. today. Thank you. Really, and good luck. Thank you. Go get them, both of you, in in your respective time after Miss Universe and and as Miss USA. This is pretty awesome. Post-Miss Universe party here. (laughs) (laughs) We're all coming. Don't worry. I'm Tanya J. Powers. This is Fox News Radio. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.